Shut up and sit down. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Third Shift. You're listening to episode 19. As usual, I'm one of your hosts, Mr. Eric, and with me is my co-host and great friend, Mr. Matt. How's it going this week, buddy? It's great, friend. <laughs> Always fabulous time for third shift. I thought you were Alex. What? <laughs> <laughs> By this postage meter, fell off back of truck. I promise, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, inside jokes. But uh, it's been a good week for me. Mostly just been playing Battleborn, like, nonstop, all the time. As soon as I get home, I play some Battleborn, and then I go eat dinner, and then it's, like, dark, and I go to sleep. Uh, but I did finish up the, the was it, Thrallfall Catalog Challenge. I got everybody's 85 Ops Point skins for Atticus and the Thrall Rebellion, starting up the grind for Toby's Friendship Raid just a couple days ago. How about you? How's your week going? Oh, man, pretty much the same up here in old Michigan. The world is getting cold and the nights come quick. Yep. So you get home and you're like, I'm going to go outside and do something. No, no I'm not. not because it's dark and cold and I think I should probably go to bed. So <laughs> it's been a whole bunch of that, a little bit of gaming here yeah. and there. As you said, mm-hmm. got in a whole bunch of chunks on Toby's Friendship Raid. So look mm-hmm. at the, as you are grinding out those character skins, except for I probably won't do all of them. I always do my, you know, 10, mm-hmm. 15 favorites, and then casually yeah. if I feel like it, I'll get some more. But beyond that, not too much, man. It's been a pretty casual week gearing up for Thanksgiving. Yeah, definitely. And speaking of Thanksgiving, boys and girls, um, we will not have an episode next week because That's it true. is Thanksgiving. So instead... We will, in theory, possibly, maybe, not promising, have a deep dive that's going to come out on a Wednesday. Oh, spoiler oh, alert. Jeez, what? come on. So Dude. that way, if you guys so wish to, listen in on a little bit of something from us over here at Third Shift to get you through their last mm. day before you have all the yummy turkey, ham, whatever the heck it is you guys enjoy, guys and gals enjoy out there. Before you go and have all your family drama, spend some time with, you know, your second family, your third shift family. Aww, so oh, so sweet. Oh, we love you guys. Aww. <laughs> uh, so, anywho, it's back to the usual. Mr. Matt, <laughs> what, what do we got? See, I was going to say we won't have a regular episode next week, but we will have a Talented Tuesday, just like we did this week. This week's artistic muse was your favorite, your yeah, boy Benedict. Yeah, he is my favorite. And, and it was all three of us. We all three jumped in on it. I had fun. I know Danny did a pretty good I one. Know. And I like how you amalgamated both of our suggestions for you. <laughs> We're like, oh, where's where's Eric's art at? And I said, he's probably just going to do Benedict in a trash can. And then Danny went, he's probably just going to do an M in the sky and say that's Benedict. And then boom, you fused them together expertly. Boom, sir. put it together, made it work. I put Benedict right mm. where he belongs. It was awesome. <laughs> I enjoyed it. No. Oh, yeah. I got a kick out of it. You know, I spent a little bit of time uh. on that cool little rocket launcher and that's all you needed. Life was good. Yeah, you did You did do a pretty good job on that. And the bricks with the yeah, building, right? too. I was yeah. impressed. That took some time. Uh-huh. Kind of annoying, actually. Yeah. I was supposed to get to work. So I spent like 15 minutes getting paid to draw dumb little bricks on a piece of paper. So, <laughs> Man, nice nice work if you can well, get yeah. it. yeah. It ended up counting towards my lunch. So if you're listening, any uh, employees out there, you know, you're not getting me today. <laughs> None suckers. of them listen to this. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, I was I was either gonna do Benedict with the tried my best tombstone and him going, I told you so, and then I was like, I would have to draw way too much Benedict with him standing by a tombstone. How about a tried my best IPA? Boom, done. Now I just have to draw his head and like his shoulders <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Which, which was funny because you and Danny had that same head pose going on. Uh, uh, I was like, awesome. <laughs> I, I will I will say, at least in my defense, you know, I, I loaded up the game and I had his character model where he's just looking off with the rocket. I tried to draw that specifically. So it was similar but slightly different. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you're, even she commented on that. She was like, oh, my God, if Eric has the same pose, I'm just going to crack up laughing. Yeah. And I considered I considered to have his rotting dead head hanging out of the trash can lid in the same pose <laughs> as your guys's. But uh, I said, man, I'm already running late. <laughs> I don't have time to do that. Uh, Can't cut into your lunch by thirty exactly. minutes. Exactly, so. then, then it's just a terrible day. Oh gosh! <laughs> but they were pretty awesome. Yeah. I was uh, very much impressed with all yeah. of them, and uh, mm-hmm. I was hoping I was hoping to see Danny's on the stream or something because you know that's a legit one and deserves that. You know, Wait, you you saying mine's not legit? Come oh, on, neither one of ours is legit, man. I hate to break it to you, but as oh, some of our uh, on, listeners man. have said, they look like eighth grade renditions of characters at best. So, you know. Thanks, Joe yeah, Zos. You broke my heart, I know. man. I'll never forget. It's like a cut right on the heart. It's just there. Right at the surface. It bleeds every time. <laughs> man. But next week shouldn't be any characters in garbage cans because Danny says we're doing D'Andy this week. Oh, yeah. Or next week. What This week, next week. Whatever. I've got an idea for her, too. So it should be fun. Do you? Yeah, I, I'm not sure how I'm going to incorporate it all yet, but I've got, mm. a, I've got an idea what I want to do. I have absolutely no idea. I mean, well, I do have like one player X style idea, but that's that's no, that's that's not happening. That's an immediately a bad idea. Yeah, no, I know. In case you didn't know. Okay, all right. <laughs> a few days ago, they released some uh shift codes for Golden Keys and Borderlands the pre-sequel. We'll have those down in the show notes. I retweeted them out from the show account. And speaking of shift codes, what? During the Bird Hunt Let's Play that they did today as we're recording this, so Thursday, they released uh, Ernest's Cyberskin. So I actually stepped my game up. Instead of taking a picture of the screen with my crappy cell phone and tweeting that out, I actually grabbed a proper screen cap on my computer, oh. posted it up. It's on the Twitter. It's going to be in the show notes. It's all over the place. So We're, just, we're moving on up, man. We are That's starting right. to be like all the big dogs out there and getting them screen captures, putting up them codes. Mm. Oh, gee, it's amazing. <laughs> I feel so good. Pretty soon we'll have like pro tip videos. We'll be like Mental Mars running around here. Cool, cool intro graphics with like actual voice actors saying our names. No, that's never gonna happen. No, that's not gonna happen. We're a no, podcast, man. I'm sorry. We're we're second class citizens. So, <laughs> a man get, can dream. Get, get used to your place here, you son of a gun. You ain't moving on in the world. I'm sorry. You're staying here with me. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm moving on solo. I'm getting out of here. I'm getting out of this world, man. You and your dark, dirty basement. <laughs> it ain't dirty. It's just dark. <laughs> what do you want from me? Oh, man. Goodness. Uh, so what else happened this week, Eric? Well, it's not so much as so... Well, yeah, you know, it is. It is what happened this week. And I'm not... I can't be positive it happened this week, but either way... It was pointed out in today's stream, and I also noticed it this last weekend. Mm-hmm. The five-man story modes have been nerfed to three-man story modes. Yeah. This wasn't announced, and this wasn't in any battle plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure if it was posted on Reddit or somewhere, but I know it wasn't posted on Twitter, Facebook, any of that kind of stuff. Yeah. So 
it leads me to believe it's kind of a ninja nerf, and I just thought everybody should be aware of it, and I would ask uh, Gearbox as to why the heck they did it. I mean, the obvious answer is that uh, the population of the game is down, so therefore they thought by making it a three-man, it would ease up on matchmaking, but it matchmakes you with whoever's available anyway. Exactly. Once you get a group together, it'll time out looking for those fourth and fifth people. So you'll run with three or two or one. I mean, you and I have done it a million times. And it's not like they had a problem scaling it to five people because the matches scale fine with one, two, three, four, five. So I don't, I don't really know where this would have come from. Like you said, we don't have any word from anybody on it. I honestly can't think of like a good reason why it would have happened. Well, I told you when I mentioned it to you the first time that I thought maybe it was when they released Toby because I think it happened when they released Toby's Friendship Raid. No, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. And so I'm thinking, well, maybe that was a glitch. Maybe something happened in there and the programming, mm-hmm. and it turned the uh, story modes into the same thing as the ops modes. So I'm not sure. I've, they, I've got to know. They've they got to be aware of it. There's no way they're not. You say, but regardless, even if it is a glitch, I mean, you know they have to know it. So you think it would have been like, tweet out, oh, hey, we're aware of this thing that's happening that's weird. Yeah, he, he, we're working on it. We're fixing it, but I haven't seen anything. I didn't look in like the uh, the comments in the battle plan threads or anything because I know that's where a lot of people pop that stuff up. So mm-hmm. maybe it's been that's talked true. about in there, possibly. But either way, even if it's been talked about in just the the forum section, you know, mm-hmm. it, it should be officially announced. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, people are clueless because I can't I can't go through every single forum and comment. Yeah, to find yeah. an answer to every single question. It's impossible. Mm-hmm. So I would say to you, Gearbox, what is the dealio, my friends? Why did we make this decision? Is it a glitch? Or uh, was this purposely done to ease ease the game, et cetera, et cetera? Who knows? Maybe we'll hear about it. Mayhaps. We'll see. Probably not, because I'm considering it's probably going to be the weekend. Everybody's going to take off to vacations. And... Yeah, that's true. But maybe. Yeah, we'll see. Now, another thing from last week, they had released the concept art for Beatrix, and the concept art showed her like without like one side of her arm. And I remember you mentioning that she had like some crazy big syringe arm that you'd heard about, and I was like, Eric's just talking about you know, whatever, he's talking out of his ass. Like, usually he's making up things. Oh, she's got like a lizard tail that shoots flames, and oh, she flies through <laughs> space and devours the worlds. You, you just haven't seen her yet. I've seen her in the stars, man. <laughs> <laughs> she's there <laughs> she's gonna find us someday <laughs> but you were right about one thing is that she does have a big crazy syringe arm and we've seen it in a chibi form from uh an artist sung kim not sure if i'm pronouncing that entirely correctly but he tweeted out uh, a chibi art form drawing of her with a big crazy syringe arm and then a chibi art of like all the battleborn around the battleborn logo so if you haven't seen that, check out the Twitter. Check Definitely check out his Twitter because he tweets out all kinds of cool art and, and stuff all the time. But it was definitely something cool when it popped up in the feed. Mm-hmm. I'm just sad that we – well, I'm not sad because we've already got tons of stuff to do and I'm still behind in all sorts of things. But mm-hmm. she does look super awesome. So I am a little bit sad that I you know just can't immediately play her. You know, that greedy part of me just... So now you're that guy. Now you're that guy. I am. Every time hey, they tweet what? something, no. you're going to be like, no. where's Beatrix? Where is she? Where is she? I want to play her. Where is she? That will never be me. <laughs> but in your heart, you, in your heart, in you're that heart. guy. In my heart, I want to play her. <laughs> Terrible. She looks awesome, man. No, yeah, she definitely does. I can't wait to get a hold of them debuffs and stuff. It's going to be great. I can't wait to learn more about her. Mm. But we did have a ton of fun anyways. 
like I said, there's all sorts right. of crap going on. And this last weekend was Battleborn Day. Mm-hmm. So did you play? What happened, man? Anything go on? I did play a little bit. Well, you and I played all night Friday night, but it didn't really count because we were drinking a bunch of beers and smashing through the friendship raid. But then we actually got, and I tweeted and I tweeted out about this, we actually got the whole Third Shift crew together for the first time in, God, over a month, month and mm, a half. Oh, at least, yeah. All three of us actually rolling, rolling deep. Did a couple PvP matches. We did a couple story matches, and that was that was when uh, I had to go. So I was gonna say I really wish we could have gotten more playtime in, but I had to go work pretty much from, like I said, from two to ten that whole day. So I missed a giant chunk of it, and then by the time I came back from work, everyone was gone or doing doing their own thing. So we got we got a little bit of time in. We got totally destroyed in an incursion match mm-hmm. by Kid Ultra with his stun bolas just. Yeah, stunning everyone and everything. Number what nine? Number nine skill that yeah. stinking stun. Holy cow! There was a, there was a huge debate going on in the Twitch chat for the stream today about that too. But he was just all over us, man. It was, it I'm was in, nuts. Well, I'm in the nerf camp because you know I'm going to be this little crybaby here for a second. If mm-hmm. you're going to get rid of Galt's stun, then Kid Ultra shouldn't have a stun either. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're going for the stuns or your OP, we need to get rid of them. Hey, well. Get rid of old Kid Ultras, because holy mackerels, man, that thing was wicked. And especially as people were saying, you know, he's got the other augment that lets his bola bounce off the environment and hit you. So he doesn't even have to hit you with his stun to hit you with a stun. He can just throw the bola at your feet, and it will... In your general direction, it'll hit you. Plus, he's got the one that turns it into, like, three bolas. And Mm -hmm. I I don't know if they all stun, but at least one of them has a very high likelihood of hitting you and stunning you. But be that as may, we got in there, we did some rounds, we mm-hmm. had some fun, got beat up by some people, and I came back on a little bit later, I think I did another story mode or two, and then mm-hmm. I popped back off, and you know, as they stated already, the numbers were definitely up, oh, I mean, yeah. the matches were just insta-queuing, insta-queuing, and all the comments I heard all over the place were pretty positive that they had mm-hmm. a blast that day and had a ton of fun. Yeah, literally everyone on Twitter said it was amazing. They were having a blast playing with all these new players. I think in the stream they announced it was the uh, the highest peak user count since August and the highest number of unique users since October. So definitely good numbers, and it seemed like everyone was having a blast. I mean, I had a blast even when we were losing because getting to play together with the team and you know having big, fun, crazy matches. Uh-huh. Can't beat that. You know, it was talked about a little bit in the comments, and I was kind of agreeing with it. All the things were set up for all of us players who are already in Battleborn to have a fantastic time, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what we did. And the whole thing was to try to get, you know, new people to come in and have a ton of fun. Yeah. But I can't help but feel that maybe it was a missed opportunity in not doing something like Overwatch does and has, in fact, in this upcoming weekend, a uh, free weekend. Yeah. You know, Mental Mars did say it in the stream today, and I had to laugh because that's exactly what we had talked about earlier, and yeah. others on the forums have talked about. Mm-hmm. But it would have, it might have been a great idea to make the game free to play that weekend and have the Battleborn Day go all weekend long and just get anybody and everybody in there to just have a blast. And then they would have seen how much fun the game is, how different mm-hmm. it is from its competition, and quote fingers there. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, get players on board. Yeah, I definitely agree, especially with the emphasis of, you know, it was kind of one of the core tenets of Battleborn Day was, hey, let's help out new players. Let's teach people the game. Let's have them learn about the game. So if it was, you know, a nice, you know, big free weekend there, 
you will actually have people learning the game and having people specifically there to teach people the game versus just, you know, if you do a free weekend some other time, and I mean, not like people won't be there willing to show people the ropes anyway, but it would have been the perfect time to just have both things come in and then new players like, oh, wow, look how quickly I'm getting stuff. Look at all these cool characters I can play and everything just just popping right off the bat. Mm -hmm. I definitely agree it was kind of a missed opportunity as fun as it was my question though is you know we've heard that randy pitchford already stated that uh the game's not going to go free to play per se but there's there got something in the works for like a um a free to play with certain characters and or levels you know some kind of uh barred entry level free to play Mm -hmm. uh, system so maybe the reason they didn't do it is because it's going to kind of conflict with that they want to Mm -hmm. get all their ducks in a row get everything prepped up, and then release this barred free-to-play entry with all sorts of lights and whistles and all sorts of things so they can capture as many people at once as they can. Mm. And if they'd have done like a free-to-play weekend this last weekend, people might have came. Some people might have had a blast and came in, but, you know, some others might not and just left. And maybe they just want to go one full frontal assault trying to get a huge uh, second coming, basically. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Because if you get that, like, slight bump up now, then the people who don't, you know, want to buy the game and stick around. When it goes free to play, they'll be like, oh, yeah, I played that already a while ago. I, I got my fill or, you know, it's not really for me or whatever versus, all right, now it's free to play now or, you know, the free to play model that they're talking about. Now everybody's just jumping in all at once. Get that giant influx instead of just, so like two little gradual upswings, just one big spike. Mm-hmm. And then retain a percentage of that and then yeah. profits come about and, and the world looks promising and good. And then, like you said, have all the incentives there for, you know, the free players to continue on or, like, incrementally get chunks of the game. Discounted pricing, like yeah, yeah. sales, all sorts of things lined up, you mm-hmm. know. Basically just a second big grab at, you know, getting the player base up and going. Yeah, makes sense. So there you go. You know, what do you guys think? Do you think that was a missed opportunity? Did you not care? Just had a freaking blast anyway? Because mm-hmm. ultimately, hey, that's what I did. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure that's what about 95% of people are going to say. I had a great time. I had fun. Like I said, literally everyone on Twitter, who you know, all the usual suspects all said it was amazing. It was the best time they've even had, they've ever had in Battleborn too. So definitely worked for the existing audience. But I don't know how much of a new audience they curried with that one. And in the vein of being amazing, we went ahead and, as you said, played the whole crap out of Toby's Friendship Raid oh, yes. Friday night. And I don't know, was that was it amazing? The drinks kind of were a little hazy. I got a hazy memory. Well, but even before the drinks, in case nobody <laughs> saw the tweets, uh, teamwork does make the dream work. Because we were talking about last week, we did two missions before we started the podcast, two runs through. We found one of the secret shards, and we found that secret area. And we're like, all right, we're going to find it this time. Then not even... Not even like 12 full hours later, Mental Mars goes, here's all the things, guys. That's where they are. And you and I went, oh, man, what should we do? We've got to do one last run through. We've got to. you got to. And you had the day off because of Veterans Day, so you ran through once. And you're like, I found another one. I found it. We met at lunch. And you're like, here it is. It's over here. you got to look and do the thing. you got to go up in this hidey hole and do, 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 do. And I went, all right, I'm going to give it one more. I got home. I found that I found the first one. You found the second, and then we found the third. So, boom, we did it all on our own. <laughs> Swear to God, nobody's gonna believe us because Mental Mars's video had been mm-hmm. out for like eight hours. But I promise, 
you and me, we freaking did it. Third Shift did it. That's right. With our powers combined, we found it ourselves. (laughs) We're like the Captain Planet and or Voltron of Battleborn. I'm 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 going going Voltron. Voltron. Yes, exactly. Uh (laughs) Great minds think alike. (laughs) However, as Mm. amazing as we are, Mm. You know, and I will pat my own shoulder and you can pat yours. Oh, yes. Ah, We and no one else that I know of Mm. has found the Borderlands clue yet. Yeah. I feel like people have forgotten that each of these story ops is going to have a Borderlands clue in it. I feel that way too, but in the stream, Mental Mars was like, hey, I've got another Easter eggs video coming out pretty soon. And I was like, oh, Oh, has he got it? Or is it just, you know, hey, maybe it's this in the Thrall Rebellion. You know, like he's done a couple times. Or mm. is this maybe an Easter egg? I don't really think so, but what do you guys think? Blah, blah, blah. So I'm hoping that it's still out there. No, we need it. And like, and like I told you over lunch, that room being up there by that third shard, being completely empty, makes no sense whatsoever. No, None there's at all. something in that room. Because the, the dang door opens up and all that. Mm. Or does it open up? You know no, it, I, it doesn't open up, but it's, it's just a room opened, that goes off okay. the map. Like I said, I'm wondering if it's maybe, like you said, a hidden switch, or if there's some kind of like speed run. you got to get all three and then get up in there, do some kind of crazy trick. Or... At a certain time, and then the screen opens. Or... I can't help but notice that door is open, though. There's that mm. there's that enemy door, or whatever you want to yeah, call yeah. it. Yeah, a little spawn, spawn door. point, basically. Yeah. There's gotta be something there. It's gotta be. And there's a giant screen right there, like huge. And there are mm-hmm. huge screens throughout the whole level, but it's right there in this empty room with nothing in it. There's something has to come out of that damn door or come up on that screen. Well, Scooter's gonna come out of that door. Scooter's gonna come out of that door with one arm and go, "Oh my god, y'all! Hey, I'm still around." <laughs> Maybe. Hopefully. There's got to be something well, in there. No, you know what is? He's going to be restructured. He's going to be like a robot scooter. They're going to have found his body parts floating in the in the space and reconstructed them. Maybe he's Magna Carta. They based Magna Carta off of there his personality. There you go. There it is. That was Magna Carta. And when none of the other Magnuses could catch a ride through the system, <laughs> that's when they all went nuts. They all went bonkers. They Boom. Mental Mars, make a video on that. That's There's right. a theory for you. God bless. So, <laughs> so what? What else about the uh, the friendship raid? Do you think? Did you enjoy? I got a couple oh, couple man. things noted down here. I think, as we stated, the story just kept getting better and better. Mm-hmm. I really, of course, I'm partial to her. You know, the Phoebe storyline. Oh yeah, and yeah. that was fantastic. I don't want to spoil a bunch, just in case people haven't really played through yet and want to get mm-hmm. a nice virgin experience out of it, but. Her storyline is, you know, playing up Phoebe. Mm. She's she's the leader, you know, she's the LLC out to make a profit. And her whole game in this was just taunting him and how inadequate he is mm. and how he's just doing a terrible job at like trying to take over Solus and mm. I just I, I just got a freaking kick out of that whole thing. Yeah, I personally I love the uh all the Pendles interactions and uh especially Isaac's Isaac's pen pal storyline. Just had me cracking oh, yeah. up the whole time. And then there was uh, Pendle's whole shtick. That was a really good one. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't think I've ever killed anybody of your species before, Toby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can't we just keep it that way? <laughs> or why would no? He said, "Why start now?" Uh, <laughs> yeah. I like uh, I like the hey, I'll double your fee. Hey, do you have the money? Yeah, I do. Well, I'll kill you and take it. Oh, 
Well, how about I triple your fee? Do you have the money? No. Well, then I'm going to kill you anyway. Oh, that is not good. Damn it. (laughs) So, ultimately, I thought, yes, the stories, they they definitely... Uh, got better and better and better, and mm-hmm. some of them were my favorites, you know, obviously in, in between there. But all in all, definitely thought that was a pretty good one. Yeah, I definitely had fun with it. A couple notes as far as just the way it was put together. I really liked that Nova actually gave you updates on the, the side ops, the side objectives. If you start doing it wrong, she'll be like, hey, go kill the other, you know, if you have to kill Ronans with a melee attack, she'll be like, oh, you killed a Ronan but not with a melee attack. Get it together. And then when you did it right, she'd say, wow, you're so awesome. Look at how cool you are versus just ops points awarded. Ba-doop, doop, doop. And off you go. Yeah, the interaction in that was definitely cool. Mm-hmm. And it kind of gave her, obviously, more personality yeah. and brought her into the story as, like, uh, a character instead of, mm-hmm. you know, just an artificial intelligence reporting what the heck you're doing. Although the one beef I did have with the side objectives was they seemed super easy this time around. Hey, kill an elite bot without getting stunned. Well, who gets stunned by those? They go in their shell for like 48 minutes before they even shoot the stun out. I don't know. Yeah. I, I'll give you that, but there was there's one tough one in there, that 30-second kill one. Yeah, that that one was tough. I mean, every time we do that one, we're, it's down to the wire before we get it. So. Yeah. You know, there's one or two toughies, but I do, I do think all of them are pretty easy as long as you're paying attention. Yeah, there's some of them like, hey, kill the bone crusher. Well, why wouldn't I kill it? Because it's jumping right in my face right now. I have no choice but to kill it. I, mm-hmm. You know, cer- certain little things like that. One other minor problem I had is the uh, the deincentivation fields, the the hallways you got to go down, the three hallways at the end that are shooting the beams at you. A, they're a little tough just on their own, which you know is fine. But I had I had two problems with those. One, playing through it as Toby, there's one hallway where it's it shoots like low, medium, and high. And as Toby, you will get hit by all of those. Like, there's no way to avoid those. So I had to just, like, jump spam his, his little booster things to try and force my way down that hallway, getting hit the entire time, losing, you know, half my life, standing in the shard rooms just to try and heal up. That was really frustrating. But pro tip from the pro Matt, which may not be true, because I looked it up on Reddit earlier, and someone was saying you can actually shoot the the beams that shoot at you. Now, I'm not sure if that's true, but if that is true, then that's crazy. That's total game changer, like somebody on the thread was saying. Just sit there just shooting it and just plow your <laughs> yeah. way through. I can't <laughs> that's believe true. that's actually true. I'm going to laugh. No way. There's no way, because... I'm stupid. I'll admit it. If that's true, I'm stupid because I never even thought to shoot him. I just said, oh, look, a dodging mechanic. Yeah. Cool. Didn't even cross my mind. And I was like, this is really like a pain in the ass because you have to like walk. You know, you can't run through it or else you get hit by the other ones. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, nah, so if it is true, then, you know, you're welcome, world. And also that guy on Reddit who I don't remember. Well, the guy who actually found it. No, I, I told him. It's pro t- pro tip from the pro man. We stole it, and we're telling you on the podcast. So. No, shut up. Sh- shut up. No. Yeah, that, that sounds familiar. <laughs> <laughs> the one other problem I have with it is I don't know if it's on your game or not, but on mine, you know, it'll usually sh- shoot like lines out, and then the actual bolts will come. They don't always come, though. Uh, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they don't always show up for me. So I'm, no. I'm just like walking. I'm like, oh, it's empty. Yeah. <laughs> All the way back mm-hmm. to the beginning. All right. I noticed that. Like, it was one in every four. 
Yeah. And it's just like, you know, so I didn't think it was that big of a deal, though, just because you can afford to get hit by one and it doesn't really hurt you that much. Yeah, it's not terrible, but it's just annoying when you're coming out of the shard thing and you're like, where is it? Oh, that that's where it was. Mm-hmm. And I will say, when we were screwing around with both Benedicts, there's a um, ops mission in there where you've got to get a critical hit. Oh, yeah, the, that's true. Uh, the, was it the Thrall Brute one? No, yeah, it, was the, it, was, Brute. it was a Bulwark bot. A Bulwark bot? Okay, yeah. sorry. On a Bulwark bot, one of the ops missions is to get a critical hit. Well, guess what? With Benedict, mm-hmm. unless I'm completely wrong, you can't critical hit with him. Mm-hmm. So we failed that ops mission, which wasn't a big deal at the time because, oh, well, we were going to do a 1,000 more anyway. Yeah. But just letting you know everybody out there know, Gearbox, and, and all you listeners out there know that uh, don't be double Benedicts if you want to get your full 100 because if you mm-hmm. get that one, you are out of luck. Yeah, because we, we were pogo jumping around trying to hit him with melee strikes and just getting blown blown the F up all over the place. I think mm-hmm. we, just, we just had to give up because it just wasn't happening. Yeah, it was. I don't think you can because I was hitting him in the back and everything, trying to get mm-hmm. a sweet spot, and yeah. it just wasn't, it wasn't working. And I know, speaking of sweet spots, uh, you had a little issue with uh, the boss, didn't you? Like I told you guys a couple episodes ago, with Arya in the last story op, you could just circle strafe around her like with a melee character, and she could never like target you to hit you. And I just wanted to mention that they totally fixed that with this boss, where if you run in as a melee and you're trying to circle around him, if you circle to his like his, uh, his arc mine arm, he will punch you with it. If you circle towards his gun arm, he will shoot you with it. So they definitely got that part correct. But I think for ranged characters, like I just did it with Whiskey Foxtrot earlier, you can stand back far from him so he's just shooting out like the arc mine and the shot. If you circle strafe around him from a distance, he can't hit you with anything. So it's just the ads that'll get you. So it's kind of like, it's weird. Circle strafe problems with different bosses in different ways. I mean, it's not a major issue because you do have to keep on top of the ads and pay attention to the room and not get hit by stuff. But it just seemed too easy to me. I don't know. It just might be a benefit of being ranged in this particular one too, though. Yeah. I mean, he's a giant enemy in a in a big old mech suit. I mean, mm. he's not going to be able to just twitch maneuver all over the place shooting you. So, I mean, that kind of just might be part of it. And I think maybe to supplement that, that's why they had the ads. Mm. And then when he jumps up and does the uh, the laser beams all over the place, yeah, that was intended to be like the challenge part mm. to keep you uh, going. And I do think that they actually stealth fixed Arya because I've been playing, you know, I played through Atticus, you know, a hundred more times. And I went through his wrath to get my 85 Oz point skin. And I tried to cheese her and I couldn't anymore. She would do a little pushback and then spin around and hit you with her melee. So maybe someone was listening and a little tiny patch in for Arya there. And just fixed it up on the stealth mode mm-hmm. just like they did that five player. That's right. It seems that way anyway. Mm-hmm. Sneaky old gearbox. What are you guys doing over there? Goodness. You know, even with my little nitpicks and stuff, like I said before, really love the story app. Love all the different stories. Love the, like we said, all the differences in the level, up and the verticality of it, running all around, fighting all the different looking thralls and everything. It's a great time. I love it. And one last side note on that, and once again, this could be the beers talking, mm-hmm. but I know one part of the story, uh, he makes a joke that there's subtle differences to each ship. Yeah. So we had the idea that maybe one of the specific iterations of the story had the Borderlands clue in it, mm-hmm. which everybody listening out there, that that might be the thing. I don't know. Mm-hmm. However, are the different ships subtly different? I think they're the same, but 
when we were playing, you know, I was having too much fun, wasn't really paying close attention. And now that I'm looking back, I don't, I can't say for sure whether there were subtle differences. I don't think there were any overt differences like they had showed in the uh, that stock picture back in the day when they were previewing Toby's adventure. No, because I would have noticed like those kind of differences. Yeah. but I know like the uh, the names on the ship when you first spawn in. Yeah, the names. Are those different. are different. Obviously, the you know chess locations are different, but that was the same with Thrall Rebellion. I don't mm-hmm. I don't remember any like like you said overt differences. And, and I know that generate uh, Thrall, well not generate, but that Thrall writing was always. Uh, in the same locations. Yeah, same locations and same writing. <laughs> Which I will say this. Hey, if anybody speaks Thrall out there, could you go ahead and get a whole third shift before tomorrow night? <laughs> yeah. uh, so that way we can decipher the lettering and then pick up the clue and be famous and yeah. awesome and stuff. I, w- I would love to know what it says in that corner with, their, with that number 10. And mm-hmm. then again later in like almost like a big full paragraph. Come on. Help us it's out. It's got to be something. There's no way you just put that in there and it's nothing. Yeah. Somebody knows Thrall. Somebody. And in only those two spots. Yeah. Like, it's it's like not all the way through the ship. It's those two freaking spots. And around that display, it, it's got to be something to do with that computer because it's got the thrall writing on the computer and it's not on there oh, anywhere you're right, else. right, it does. It's on that one computer and then it's on the floor in that room right there. Mm-hmm. Homework, everybody. Learn thrall, let us know. And in that room, if you remember, there's a computer and next to it, there's a wall with wires that do like some little sparky things. Oh, yeah. I saw the sparky things. Yeah. And I look at that thing every time I go in there and I go over and I mash every button and I shoot in the corner. I use all my skills and nothing happens. But it's those damn sparky things. It's got to be something. Hmm. I don't maybe know. when you hit them just right. Maybe if you maybe all the ones with the writing, because I think there are two. Maybe you got to break like those. And then run to that stupid room that doesn't make any sense that's off the map there. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, it lights up something on the wall or brings something out. I Could don't know. I... Man, God bless. Might just have to stay up all night. You know what? That's Got to uh, stay up all night. Just going to have to figure it out. Uh, I know. I've, i got to go to work in the morning. I can't do that. <laughs> oh, jeez. Work, schmark. Sleep but, at your desk. But what's I don't I don't have a desk. I can't sleep at my desk. I have to stand up by the stupid machine. <laughs> Put your head on the machine and close your eyes. <laughs> I mean that is basically what we do now anyway. Exactly. <laughs> anyway. But that's yeah. not what you do. Any employees listening? You oh, ain't got gosh. this time. No, we work hard. Hey, come on. <laughs> Better not be saying I'm telling you. <laughs> I like to enlist the the thousands and millions and millions of the third shift listeners to you know, check that stuff out. If you guys got any hints, throw them our way. We'd love to see them. We'd love to work with people to try and decipher it. We got to find it. We have to. Come on. I hope so. I'm hoping tomorrow's the day that mm. if Mental Mars doesn't ruin it for us, <laughs> we find it. He's got it queued up. He's got it queued up. Mm-hmm. As soon as I hear the third shift is actually getting close to anything, bloop, hey, guys, look what I did. Exactly. I know it. <laughs> No, that that's what his video will be in the morning. He'll be like, here's how to read the thrall language. Here's the whole oh alphabet. My gosh. <laughs> and then, by the way, I deciphered the code and showed you how it's done. Uh, oh, oh, God. <laughs> Just, uh, before the episode gets posted and everything, so we just look like lion charlatans. <laughs> We totally were on to something. Oh, Mental <laughs> Mars did it way before you had your show. Oh, man. <laughs> so what else are we talking about today, Eric? There's there's even more to do. Well, yeah. you were mentioning something about the desert bus. That's right. What in the world? It was, I think, 
last night? Was it Wednesday night or Tuesday? Tuesday? No, it was, it was last night. It was Wednesday night? Yep. Yeah, Wednesday night, Mikey Newman was on the Desert Bus charity stream. And if anybody doesn't know what that what that is, people play the really crappy old Desert Bus game that was included on a Penn & Teller's like, old Sega CD uh, unreleased Sega CD game, but it's this big ridiculous thing. AVGN did a video on that, so if you're interested in what the game is, go check that out. But they do a charity stream, I think it's once a year, right around this time, and they play this game like nonstop for as long as donations are coming in, and the donations help Child's Play charities. So again, you're helping kids. It's a good time. They get all kinds of guests on there. But yeah, Mikey was on there, and he had some... Was it Gearbox or just Borderlands stuff? Borderlands. Borderlands swag. He had some Borderlands swag to auction off to people who were watching the stream, you know, for donations and stuff. So that that Desert Bus stream is, I believe it's supposed to be going on for like, they have to play for like 151 hours and counting. So, I mean, they're going to be going for forever and ever. So I was just going to say, recommend everybody... Watch the Gearbox Twitters, see if anyone else from Gearbox is going to be on there, if they're going to have any other swag you might want to jump in on. But even without that, check out the stream. If you're having fun, if you want to donate, help out some kids, it's another great cause. And last week I mentioned to you guys that uh, they had that that little picture of Randy Pitchford uh, hanging out with some gentlemen at Mm -hmm. uh, Gearbox Quebec. And obviously at that time I hadn't done any homework and seen what the heck they've worked on, what they've done. Well, the reason why I hadn't seen anything they've done is because they haven't done anything yet. They were formed <laughs> last year, and they've been working on an unnamed project since. Mm-hmm. And so all the picture was is, of course, it was Randy's just over there, probably just checking up on what the heck they're doing, mm-hmm. taking looks, sees at everything. So, yeah, there's nothing much to report except for that they're working on an unnamed project and it's for Gearbox. What? Because it is Gearbox. <laughs> now, I don't want to go into too much conjecture because, you know, who the hell really knows. Yeah. But my my opinion is that there's only two options. Another Duke Nukem or Brothers in Arms. Please, Brothers in Arms, please. Please. I feel, and I feel like it'll be a Brothers in Arms mm. because we're just coming off of Titanfall 2, Battlefield 1, uh, Infinite Warfare, Call of Duty, of course, mm. and I feel like people, you know, they're they're in the mood for this. this well, they're always in the mood for it. first person shooters yeah. and the war crap and this and that. <laughs> I should say, <laughs> everybody loves war crap, so go buy war Brothers crap. in Arms, yeah, yeah whatever. Exactly. <laughs> so it just makes sense that uh, in in that spirit <laughs> that they would go ahead and put out another Brothers in Arms. I've only played one of the games in the series. I played Hell's Highway on the, the 360 and a little bit of the DS game. Just I, I fell in love with Hell's Highway. That was just a great game. I loved everything about it. So if they are working on a new Brothers in Arms, I will be super excited, super pumped. I will buy it day one. That That's all i got to say. Well, we're both going to buy it day one. Anything Gearbox, man. But I will buy it out of love, and you will buy it out of obligation. Well, I might love it, though. Well, I don't maybe. Know. I don't know. Well, it's, it's just you know. war crap. <laughs> I was going to say, I've never been a big fan of war crap, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say, too, I don't think it'll be the Duke Nukem, just because they just did the retro Duke Nukem. Mm. I think they're going to let people sit on a back burner for a while, just kind of, you know, hey, that was a great game. Keep it in your head. Mm. 
And then after they're done with Borderlands 3, probably pop out a new, you know, Duke Nukem at that point. Plus, that seems more like an in-house property. Like, you would want total control of the Duke Nukem game. You want to have all your, you know, A-list writers and designers and all that stuff in that. Versus the Brothers in Arms or, you know, some kind of, like, offshoot of one of those franchises. You could kind of farm out a little bit, you know, to your... I mean, they are under the Gearbox umbrella. I was going to say, they are Gearbox. But, but you know what I mean. I, I do think it's a Brothers in Arms. However, we have no flipping clue. Mm-hmm. So, moving on. Moving it on. was nothing. They had no named projects, and they have had no named projects. So, therefore, I wasn't in the dark. Your homework amounted to nothing, though. Yes. <laughs> All, right. <sighs> All right. So, what's going on in the battle plan this week? Thanksgiving, Matt. That's what's happening. That's true. They're saying, Happy Turkey Day. And you know what we're going to do because it's Happy Turkey Day? Mm. We're going to have a special event called the Bird Hunting Weekend. That's right. And that entails what? I don't know. Probably some stupid feathered animals and then some hunters. Well, see, they explained in the stream that, uh, you know, I mean, obviously everyone was like, Oh, Pendles and Marquis are hunters. But they were like, Well, they actually have bird related items with them, too. So it's characters who are birds, and it's people who Marquis has his owls. Pendles has a bird skull on one of his commas. So it's total bird-related. So what this is, it's a special multiplayer mode with Benedict, Toby, Ernest, and Pendles and Marquis are your only choices for characters. Character uniqueness is turned off, so you could run with five Tobys if you want, five Marquises. Global chat's turned on. It's basically Chaos Rumble, but with only the bird people. And that's going to run from Thursday, 5 p.m. Eastern, a few hours ago as we're recording this, through 11 a.m. Eastern on Monday. So all weekend long you can rock out with that. And bonus, if having fun wasn't enough, you know, having those characters unlocked, playing around with any combination of them, you're going to get double XP, command and character XP if you're in that queue. Oh, yeah. And on the Twitch stream, uh, Varnell... And uh, Joe were going ahead and went around in there. Well, it was actually Joe just watching Randy play. And then everybody commenting about, of course, how Randy Varnell was, you know, not performing totally great, right, I guess? He wasn't really (laughs) up to snuff. I think he was like 2-11 and at one point. But But in his defense, he said that it's not that he wasn't playing good. He was doing the other gentleman on the other team a favor and getting him Mm -hmm. his uh, Worthiest Song title. Man, what a good guy. I mean, Coopetition, Worthiest Song, those are hard to get. I've got them, but... (laughs) So do I, except it's glitched out, so I need to talk to Gearbox about going ahead and fixing that up for me. Yeah, allegedly. Oh, sure. Allegedly. It's on my screen, sucker. Uh, but it looks like fun. What a, what a giving guy! It was a, it was a Thanksgiving gift to all his friends. Get some get some hard to win titles. Watch me just totally embarrass myself on quote fingers live TV. Mm-hmm. It was a good time. I'm just looking forward to getting in there and playing my favorite character, good Benedict. old Benedict. And That's right. Flying around. I'm just gonna fly. You know what? I'm not. I thought about this, and I'm not even gonna shoot. I'm just gonna fly around the whole match. From perch to perch, just like a stupid turkey does. Uh-huh. And then I'll see if people can shoot me out of the sky and eat me up. Like That'll be fun. And for me, it's a win-win. I get to watch Benedict die over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm not going to queue up with you when we're playing that, because uh, <laughs> if Gearbox can tell me how to find a way to matchmake with this guy so I'm on the opposite team, I would really nope. greatly appreciate that. <laughs> you got to catch me, though, man. Uh, turkeys are elusive. That won't be okay. a problem. 
Hey, I can fly too, buddy. I don't know if you've ever been out turkey hunting, but those yeah. little sons of guns, they're not easy to get. I've, I've seen I've seen a turkey hop over my back fence before, so I, mm-hmm. I, I, I know they're they're crazy. That's right. So, you know, you might you can be on the opposite team, Matt, but you might not catch me because I'm hopping from perch to perch, gobble, gobble, turkey time. Oh, you can, you can tell we've crossed the 9 o'clock yeah, barrier. Yeah, we've crossed that 9 o'clock barrier, boys and girls. It's We're losing it. But anyways. Bring, bringing it back together. Yeah, bringing it back for realsies. Let's get back on track. Uh, next up in the battle plan, we got hot fixes from a boy boulder. Uh, sadly, his level 10 augment, his axe mastery, they're tweaking that a little bit. Before, you could apparently do crazy, ridiculous amounts of damage. Now, no longer. Apparently, that crazy, ridiculous amount of damage was going on everything instead of just his primary axe attack as it was supposed to. Sorry, Boulder players. Maybe this is why people were having those problems with Boulder killing them like crazy, like total madmen. That's exactly what I was going to say is mm-hmm. I'll bet this was precisely what was going on, mm-hmm. and they fixed it. So look at that. You you know, you actually have a valid complaint. Mm-hmm. You put it out there in a respectful fashion. That's right. And boom, it gets fixed. Mm-hmm. It won't happen all the time, but it does happen sometimes. That's right. So it's sad news for the Boulder players out there, but I still think he's a solid character oh, yeah. and should have no problem on the battlefield. Mm-hmm. And uh, we went on to the community spotlight with the boys and girls over at Gearbox announcing the only Tachyon, a.k.a. Tyler Medina. I guess he's a Battleborn streamer who's recently become a bit of a studio favorite at Gearbox. I haven't seen him mm-hmm. uh, at all, actually, so I'm very interested to go uh, take a peek, see what he's all about, you know, what he plays mostly, what he's up to, all that mm-hmm. good stuff. Yeah. Always always good to hear about more, you know, Battleborn community members, more more people to spread the word, more people to get the uh, the good word out there. Like you said, I haven't seen any of his stuff, but I'll definitely check him out. Mm-hmm. And we urge you guys to go check him out as well, because mm-hmm. as Matt said, the more the merrier, and the more people that see this and get on board this awesome game, mm-hmm. the better. Yes, absolutely. Then what's up next? We got we got you know a tiny little like maybe smidgen of lore, right? Like you know a couple couple sentences maybe. Yeah, I think it was like what three sentences. Okay, I don't you know, know yeah, that's okay. They gave us a big lore last time. Was oh look no, it was like eighteen paragraphs. And it was eighteen awesome paragraphs. Oh yeah, it definitely was. I mean this was this was the legit stuff. You know, mm. I know I was crying and whining last time that it was kind of just like in a moment, and I was kind of confused as to what's actually going on. You got to kind of decipher it. This one was just straight up awesome. It was just Dandy going in there and basically issuing orders and kind of placing people where they need to be and mm-hmm. putting putting what's left of the Battleborn and people back together again. Yeah, it definitely seemed like aftermath of right after they got Rendane down, what everyone was doing, what everyone needed to do at that point, what people wanted to do and didn't want to do. I definitely thought it was pretty cool. Maybe as like a little intro to maybe the next couple story ops where, you know, stuff's happening afterwards and, you know, we're trying to clean up clean up the galaxy again, make the universe whole again. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, maybe. And they also dropped, well, they dropped that big hint, and well, not hint, she basically said she has this strong feeling that the Empress is still alive. Mm-hmm. And she was just basically like, well, I'm going to go ahead and start getting things in order, even though I know when the Empress comes and pushes me out of her way, she's going to you know, lay the law down and get things really solid mm-hmm. back into place. So it was kind of like, you know, it was a big hint that we might actually see the Empress. Yeah, definitely. And I would say, I know you just mentioned story apps, but I'm not sure if they're going to use story apps to tell 
that particular story. I I have a feeling they're going to actually have a full-on story mission. That would be nice. To kind of cap things off. Because the story ops are a lot of fun, but they feel they they feel like very tight little stories. They don't really tie in all sorts of over- overarching uh, themes. How about this? Maybe you build it up, you know, we have these side stories with the story apps. Maybe the last one starts to build up to Lenore's return and then, oh, bonus for you guys we haven't even told you about. Boom. New final story mission. Big, giant, like, two-parter, just like the heliophage, where you're putting the universe together. You're, you know, working with Phoebe to reverse the portal Phoebe, technology. Uh-huh. You're working with these guys over here to drive the last of the Varelsi back. And then at the end, poof, the universe freaking unveils itself, and you get a nice, big, long cut scene at the end. Hopefully that same uh, that same anime art style that mm-hmm. was done with the intro, because that was just phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. I think I think we're on to something, and I don't think it'd be one story. I think it'd be probably like a three set. Yeah, I could see that too. Like you were saying, like in one story, you're over here getting the, some of the Varelsi off something you need. Mm. Phoebe's in a whole story protecting her, getting that in, that reverse engineering going for the portals, and, mm. and then it all comes together with the Empress coming back. Yeah, and just yeah, you could have like two factions working together here. Two over there, one over here, and Ooh, then that'd be one, sweet. And then once you've cleared them all, maybe like one giant, one last mm-hmm. big heliophage type mission at the very end, and keep it themed. You know, like mm-hmm. like you said, when if there's Galt and the team over here, you can only pick these five characters for that mission. That would be et awesome. Because once again, it goes back to a long time ago. We we're talking about force people to play different characters. Mm-hmm. You know, because some people never want to step out of their bubble. Of their two or three favorites. Yeah, yeah. And this would force you to play some new characters and go. Oh, actually, this person's not that bad. Mm-hmm. Maybe just have them unlocked. You know, if you if you still have them locked, have them unlocked specifically in those missions where you know you can only use these five, so they're all unlocked for you and. You know, maybe you know, obviously give you some rewards. Beat it with Galt. Beat it with Marquis. Beat it with whoever else to incentivize you even further. To I played through the story already, but I'll get a cool skin. I'll get a cool taunt. I'll get a commander pack. I'll get a title. You know, whatever it is, if I beat it with every single one of them, be amazing. Yeah, definitely. And, would. I, and I really think that's something they got in store. There's no way they would wrap up uh, with just the story ops and never completing mm-hmm. the story, or at least leaving us off in a better spot. They sh- they show. That everyone's like, hey, we beat Randane, but they're still fighting Varelsi and stuff, and you still don't know what's going to happen. Whether like, we're going to make it out. How to unveil the universe or whatever, yeah. yeah. And this is the last solar system, mm-hmm. and it's like a few planets. I mean, they still really haven't even said, like, who's still alive, who's not. Like, mm-hmm. Toby's friendship raid, the uh, lion seal appears. Well, who the hell was he? Where did he come from? Mm-hmm. Like, how many civilians and or other entities are there still roaming around this one solar system? That's something I'd love to know, too. I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of unanswered questions that yeah, Randy Barnell has in his brain and needs to get put onto paper mm-hmm. and then put into the video game. Yes, definitely agree. Mm-hmm. More lore, more story. Just oh, eat that yeah. stuff up. Mm, all day long. <laughs> but then wrapping up the battle plan, the last thing they said was just, we said it already, we're taking the week off, basically, because they're taking the week off. No battle plan next week. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody in the U.S. So in a nutshell, they said, a happy Thanksgiving. Have a wonderful time with your friends, family, etc. For those of you who do not participate in this holiday, mm. hey, still have a wonderful time. And Gearbox will catch you the week after, which is December 1st. 
And we'll also be back reporting news from Gearbox as always. Yeah, we'll, we'll be back around the same time that those guys are. And, you know, I wouldn't put it past them to just, you know, if they had some kind of, oh, hey, one last person at the office, Janitor Joe, hey, flip the switch, you know, make it a double credits weekend because that's, I don't think that would be something too hard. You know, even if everyone's off and there's no big news, just, hey, guys who are still around playing on the holiday, blip, here's a little bonus for you. I wouldn't put That'd it past nice. them. Mayhaps, maybe we'll see. Mm-hmm. Time will tell, Mr. Matt. But that's it for the battle plan, right? That's it. That's all we got. All we got next up is the mailbag. Oh, yeah. Now, last week, we put Howard's question aside because you hadn't played Battleborn Tap, and he really wanted to know what we thought about it. He was super excited to know about Battleborn Tap. So I was like, yeah, we're definitely going to answer that question this week. Hey, Eric, during lunch when we were planning out the show, did you play that Battleborn Tap? And what did you say to me? Nope. <laughs> Sorry, Howard. You'll probably have to wait another week on that. One more week. But this time, I'm for realsies. Don't trust Eric. <laughs> Never trust an Eric. <laughs> but luckily, we do have a question from our buddy Sean Hegarty. He sent it to us on Facebook. He's also at 10K Beers on Twitter. One of our longtime fans. And he has a request of us and a question. He says, hey, guys, big fan of the show. Keep up the great insight and humor. Hey, you know, no problem. We're awesome. Oh, shucks. I, like you, have been loving the story apps that have been released so far. The first one focused on Atticus and the second on Toby. Is there any hint yet as to who will be featured in the next one? Well, I'm not entirely sure who it's focused on next, but I believe it was back in September when Randy Varnell revealed the titles of the remaining three story ops. There was Oscar Mike's Battle School, Montana and the Demon Bear, and Heart of Echinar, which featured Phoebe. Now, I'm not entirely sure which of those was coming first. I believe it was Oscar Mike's Battle School, but I don't exactly remember. I want to say it's Oscar Mike's. I'm not 100% on that, but I feel like somewhere along the lines, Oscar Mike's was going to be before Phoebe's. Because I remember being sad. Yeah, because I think you were you were saying, oh, gee, well, the next one's going to be your buddy, Oscar Mike. And I was like, I had never seen any confirmation of that, but usually when you say something, you're not totally just just making crap up out of the wind. Yeah, and I'm looking at another uh, one of their older posts, and it says, uh, DLC 3 through 5 will be story operations coming later this winter, etc., etc. So they didn't give a specific uh, order, but I feel like mm-hmm. somewhere along the lines... He did mention something, and Oscar Mike was one he mentioned before Phoebe's. Mm-hmm. So we're going to say Oscar Mike's is going to be the next one. Money on it. But just like with the other ones, you know, like with this last one, it was kind of Raina and Toby running the show, but you had Phoebe in there, you had Isaac in there, you had Pendles in there. So if Oscar Mike's running the show, who knows who's going to be in this? It could be, you know, all kinds of different characters. I mean, who needs to go to battle school? Everybody does. Oh, you know what? That's what it was, Matt. It is going to be Oscar Mike's because he showed the uh, the teaser picture of Oscar Mike's the next one in the last the last battle plan. Did he? I don't remember. I don't remember that at all. It was a streamer battle plan. You know what? I can't remember. So much crap. But it was a picture of Oscar Mike standing there. I don't know. Whatever. Some kind of simulation like hmm. thing. Okay. And I made the comment to you, and you said, "Oh, rubber, 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 rubber." That sounds like me. It's, uh-huh. It's about right. It's usually what I hear. Yeah. No, I, well, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> 
anywho's, I'm 100% certain it is Oscar Mike's. He's the next one up. There was a teaser image of him uh, somewhere along the lines last week. Okay, so cool, cool. That's your answer, Oscar Mike's for sure. If it's not, I'll give you five thousand dollars. I really hope it's not Oscar Mike's Battle School. I really hope it's Montana and the Demon Bear. Then, well, you've already established we can't trust Eric, so it doesn't matter. Damn it! <laughs> you would just go back on a bet. Well, no duh. <laughs> I don't owe you nothing. Anyway, so the second half of Sean's message reads, Also, I've been trying to complete my collection of skins from Atticus, and I'm really struggling with Eldragon. I use all of the characters, but he seems to be the one I have the most difficulty using. How about a deep dive on Eldragon to maybe share some of your advice for the character? So, there you go, Sean. It's official now. Boom. After the deep dive that drops next week when we're not here, our next deep dive will be on Eldragon. Doing that just for you, buddy. You're welcome. God bless. We will have it up there. Mm. And uh, you can also PM, I'm sure, Matt, if you want a little bit of help beforehand, if you're actually trying to finish something up real quick. I'm sure he can give you a point or two. Yeah, definitely my next time through Toby's Friendship Raid. I'll try it with Eldragon just to kind of refresh my brain. It's been a little while since I've played him, but I did go through and cheese Thrall Rebellion with him back in the days when it was still cheesable. So I'll definitely freshen up, and if anybody's got any questions or any feedback for us, send us some love. You can email us at info at thirdshift.me. We're on Twitter as thirdshiftme, that's thirdshiftme, and we're on Facebook under Third Shift. Hey, and speaking of all that good stuff, we also, as we've said before, uh, set up a Patreon. So if you guys liked what you heard this week, any other week, feel free to throw us a tip. Like we said, we're using it as a tip jar. So no big deal whether you do or don't. We love questions. We love feedback. We mm-hmm. love tips. It's all amazing to us. Definitely all good. As mm-hmm. usual, this podcast normally drops every Friday, but we're taking next week off. So we'll see you guys again on December 2nd for our next full episode. Of course, you can find the podcast on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Podomatic. We upload to YouTube. We're on Google Play Music. We're pretty much anywhere <laughs> you guys want us to be. And if you like what we do, Please give us a like or a follow or a subscription on any one of those platforms that you choose. We really appreciate it. We sure do, and we appreciate you guys as well. As we say every week, without you, it's nothing. Yep. There'd be no reason to keep on going except to just listen to our voices, which I, I wouldn't be opposed to doing. I like my voice. But, uh, hey. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> hey, the fact that some of you out there listen and get a little something out of it, you know, that makes our day. Absolutely. So we appreciate all of you out there. We can't wait to see, hear from you, play with you guys Mm -hmm. all in the coming weeks. Enjoy Thanksgiving. Enjoy the week, even if you don't participate in Thanksgiving. And uh, we look forward to chatting with you guys again next time. Yes, indeed. Until then, don't Don't forget forget to to save. Sit down.